Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you're looking for a band room in the city of Boston, please consider the Sound Museum! Play as loud as you want and blow your goddamn head right off! Soundmuseum.net! Anytime, anyplace, anywhere! 24 hours, baby. Hey, this is Pat B. I'm Adam Willis. And I'm just Johnny. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Forward Bionically. Truck Jewel. The intro makes me feel good every time. Hold on a second. I'm like, Tom, I got beef for people. You know what, man? I start off on an angry note. I'm going to mellow out this week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. You are, yes. In the house, I turned to my man B-Rabbit. <laughs> Black Adam Willis. <laughs> so I didn't realize how bad I was uh, doing the whole Eminem thing with the hoodie and the hat, and then you pointed it out. But yeah, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay, man. You know, I'll, I will say it's not it's not your fault. <laughs> it's uh, not my fault. A Caucasian can't wear a hoodie and a skirt anymore. <laughs> you can't anymore without, you know, getting picked on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just done. You get, you get Trying to keep us down, man. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The <laughs> You don't know the, the kind of oppression I, I go through just by... Trying to get dressed every morning. Such yeah. an underrepresented minority. <laughs> All right. And over here, he's keeping silent because he knows this is just the landmine of uh, just a hotbed of uh, what, what's this look you're giving? I'm talking, of course, about just Johnny. Yep. You were giving this frightening, creepy. Seriously, you, I, saw, I saw the movie True the Dare. He's got that weird ass grin. With the, yeah. I, I didn't go see that one after your review. Sorry. No, no. Good, good. Spe- respect yourself. Uh-huh. And don't bother. Mm-hmm. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have an action packed, fun filled show for you. Yeah. As always, we have reviews out the waz. We have an interview with Noye Brown West coming in later on. And, man, I'm going to get right into the nitty gritty of the good stuff because, man, baby. It's a, it's a pretty big movie came out this week. Uh, we got to talk in, about in, indeed. Pootie Tang two. Let's talk about <laughs> finally. <laughs> Chris oh. Rock is finally doing some decent <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, of course I'm talking about Avengers: Infinity War. Yep. Dude, it yep. has been ten years in the making. I have been so jazzed and pumped for this. How about you? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I yes. I love how yes. you stalled for a second there too. Like, I was oh, trying to. Th- uh, I was thinking something maybe to. No. Uh, yeah. I have. I have. I haven't. Loved every single step of the way mm. with, with Marvel, like a lot of people have. But I was legitimately excited for this. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give it that. Well, a few missteps, a few missteps with the Marvel properties. Are you talking well, there's about bound Marvel? to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's bound to be a few missteps. Like I, like I didn't, but they pulled themselves at like the first two uh, Thor movies. I wasn't a huge fan of, and then they made well, uh, Ragnarok, and I was like, okay, this is know, great. That's the thing, though. I like the first Thor movie. The uh-huh. second one, you're right, hot garbage. Hot garbage. Just, just hot garbage. I'll give it, I'll give the first one like a, a passing grade, but like yeah. uh, the second one, I was like, okay, this this character, I don't care about then ragnarok came out i was like all right what are you doing this is great <laughs> ragnarok's like you know what yeah okay i'll, I'll give you a little, just, just spring a little on you yeah man. um yo you know what's you know what's wild though because we're talking of course about infinity war and i will say that the effects in this were amazing it the, like a lot of stuff blew my mind when i saw them i thought right. it was very beautiful but after that i went back and watched the uh of the first avengers movie and the first thor movie uh-huh. the avengers was intentional the first thor movie was just because it was it happened to be on tv and i had some time right and dude, it was it was the 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 effects have gone. For, I mean, and the effects in that one were good, but we've gotten so far beyond that point where it was yeah. just like well, I'm looking into the past. Like I see every bit of a uh, CG interference here. Yeah, you know, it's and, and it, that progression because this one it had to be on point because Thanos, of course, is basically the only character that gets he gets he gets the most screen time you know what i mean of of any character there's so many to uh, it's bouncing around yeah. in this movie to try to give everyone their 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 due but thanos is that one character in this movie who's pretty much dominating the film and it, he's all cgi he is and entire- so if it's not good you the movie by just by virtue <laughs> of like how it is is not going to be a good film and he looks Great, I thought it. You know what I mean. The character, the character that had the way yeah, they absolutely. did it was great. Thanos played and by Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. This mm-hmm. is the summer of Josh Brolin, by the way. This Man. he's got this. He's got Deadpool two coming out, yeah. and he's got Sicario two. They're finally doing that Goonies sequel as well. I right, think. right. So, yeah. but that's three huge movies that he's in within like three months of each other. You know what I mean? So Josh Brolin finally getting his 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 time in. Well, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Man. Seriously, well, I, I have no idea. He could be I hear he's great though, but um, but uh, no, he's talented as. Yeah, a very very skilled actor. Yes. I'll, I'll leave it there. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I want to recap this, but I I don't no, know no. where to start, dude. You with know what, all man? these movies like it's 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 this giant culmination of everything that's like you said over the last ten years yeah. with a dozen or so characters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All coming together, and it it does suffer sometimes through that 
trying to get enough people th- that you like screen time. Well, people you know are close I mean? to it, you know, so they, they, they're they going to want to see their They all got their character favorite characters, the and they want to like, okay, you know, it's like you get it for maybe five, six minutes, and then like you won't see him again for 40 minutes. Well, the only and one that, that ever happen. did it entirely right was Deadpool, when I saw my man Hydra Bob get some screen time. And I'm like, <laughs> of all the characters, yes. Yes, you need that. All right, know? but no, keep it general. Keep it keep it like a uh, fairly overview, like you're talking to somebody who's unfamiliar with all of this. Like you're breaking it down for just Johnny. Yeah, the the ultimate unfamiliar uh, audience. Well, I don't even think I'm gonna break it. Down. I think the the people who, if you don't know what's going on, it's not gonna be the movie for you anyway, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean, so, this has become the cultural uh, uh, zeitgeist that everything's gonna be uh, uh, put up against now. Right. Like, it's, so it's, it's gonna be. If this you watched is... anything Marvel over the last ten years, there's something for you in this, mm-hmm. unless you're a Hawkeye fan. Because <laughs> 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 I like to think he got grounded or something. Like what oh, Clint so, Barton, we hardly know. <laughs> yeah, so. and that's not a spoiler. It was just saying that uh, Jeremy Renner uh, was. Uh, I don't know if he wasn't invited back. I don't know what on. the deal is because I, I was thinking the whole time I was like, I'm gonna see like an arrow come out of nowhere and it's gonna be him. He's gonna that, show that up. That would have been kind of cool, you right? Know? You like, know. So I kept thinking it was. Uh, yeah, it's not a spoiler to say uh, Jeremy Renner is not in this thing. Paul yeah. Rudd is not in this thing, they're, and they're uh, and they weren't in the advertising. I was I was <laughs> I was hoping when we didn't see him in posters and stuff that they would be kind of like secret weapons or maybe they 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 would be those few characters that yeah. never really got for some reason never got into their personas. Yeah. You know, so they have like an espionage story on the on the side. Uh, you know. Because Clint, because uh, Hawkeye, his character has always been a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And in the comics, he's more, you know, super people. He's more metahuman activity inclined. Right. But the movies have painted him as a, really popping here. The movies have painted him as a uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who just kind of fell into this stuff. Yeah. So let's see him do more S.H.I.E.L.D. agency stuff, you know? Right. That would have right, been right. cool as hell to me. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching dude just like, you know, sneaking into bunkers, you know, uh, uh, taking pictures of like secret stuff. You know, uh, 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 snuffing out bad guys. More getting his spy on instead of his superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, just yeah. doing Indian burns. You know, what, how are you going to extract information? You know, <laughs> yeah. well, just, just that would have been interesting to me. And everyone's talking about, oh, we got to get a Black Widow movie. You're going to do a Black Widow movie. That's what I imagine a Black Widow movie would be. Yes. Uh, we could have gotten a taste of, like, that kind of uh, uh, secret spy stuff with Hawkeye. Because the character's already, like, you know, slated, uh, set, uh, set up for that. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're I think you're exactly right. So not I'm ha- throwing out great ideas, man. Not like, having me. Not having him in this was uh, it's it's just, just a small thing, but yeah, I was like I, I would I would care to see him. Well, I don't think I don't think the Hawkeye fan base extends beyond too far beyond like your particular <laughs> realm of this table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you think you're correct. I, as well. I'm I'm not hating on him either, but yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Oh, anyway. Now the Jeff so, Renner fan base, however. It's huge. It yeah. better be, because that guy's deserved it. Anyway, so this movie it <laughs> so basically finds... Spring Break. <laughs> no, I think it was Senior Trip. Was it Senior Trip? Yeah, Senior Trip. Oh, Jeremy Renner and Senior that, Trip. That's how important it was to me. Okay, so what, what, what's, the, what's the... How does this movie... What makes this movie tick? It's basically Thanos is mm-hmm. trying to collect the Infinity Stones, which he's kind of been... Has been hinted at over the last X amount of movies. Yeah, in all and the movies, we've gotten a little taste that there's a cosmic force that might be involved right. in a, 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 an extinction level event. Yes, and you might be thinking, like, what do these stones do? What's going to happen if he gets them? Basically, mm. his idea and what makes uh, him such a, a crazy person to, in so many people's eyes is that he thinks the only way. Uh, to save humanity is to basically kill the half the population of yeah, everything because that will provide yeah that like, will provide balance to the uh, to the world to, to the, the universe, universe essentially so he's essentially he gets these Thanos stones in grandiose terms yes it, basically if he gets a hold of these rings he can snap his fingers mm. and half of everything dies and that will provide more resources for Which everybody. Which I'm like, dude, who are you to say this? You know, now I do like that they changed up his motivation from his motivation in the comics. If anyone's not Which familiar with his motivation, oh, in the comics, uh, Thanos is, is in love with death. Yeah. L- like literally, not like a guy who likes to kill people, he's literally in love with death. In the Marvel Comics uh, universe, death is personified as a uh, as a woman, as a, a female-bodied mm. persona with just like a skull face, but that's actual death, death. Mm. And in the comics, death is like, okay, you want a piece of this? You want to get down? You want to get in? You want to? You um? Then okay, impress me. I need about three and a half billion people. (laughs) Yeah, kill kill half of the universe, and that's what will get my attention. You know, and Thanos is like done. Damn what? (laughs) Yeah, this is actually a little bit better. You want to talk about high maintenance? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he kills half the population for a one night stand. Yeah, that would probably put a damper well, on hey things. Man, some, I think. Sometimes you got to get wet. Hey man, uh, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how ill death is, but <laughs> now from what I saw, she was bony and dry. But maybe that's just my interpretation. Wow. We are going. We are the going. Skeleton dark wax territories. paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, okay, but no, so they've definitely changed up the motivation in this picture, and I think that is a strong, strong, yep. um, uh, uh, strong uh, uh, boon. Uh, to the uh, to the storyline because yeah. dude they've been ramping amping this up for so long that if it just turned out to be the it's like well you know this great looming figure has been the proposed doom of all of us oh my god what does he want he wants to screw dead like yeah I went to went all to this for what do you call are you kidding me should have been in a voiceover too uh, when you next find the Avengers Thanos <laughs> is coming all for a boot yeah what too many of those old like nineteen six <laughs> the voice of God guy yeah yeah. But anyway, so New we York, find, 1962. We're finding the adventure, the Avengers, and they're basically still fragmented over the uh, what happened in the last movie. Yeah, so they're like the whole Civil War. War thing. They're still like they never really have that moment where they all meet and you know talk about anything. Like there's, there's no point where Thor and Captain America and Iron Man are all like just chilling, like trying to patch things up. Basically, through circumstance and and and, and necessity, that these three groups of people are kind of all split up fighting their own battles trying to take on and Thanos in that case uses that advantage of them not being this one cohesive unit yeah. to his advantage and that's what helps him kind of well, with his kind of mission. A, it's, a, it's a really innovative story storytelling mechanic because in the comic story you have the team just like thrown together and then they have to figure out a way to work out of this using their individual, str individual strengths mm -hmm. they marvel the way they've approached this over the years is letting us know everyone's individual story while, while making them team directly as all part of one story mm. but if you've caught up with all the marvel movies over the last 10 years it has been one not necessarily cohesive story but right. one continuous story that made basically this movie has what all of like two and a half minutes of setup yeah to get to the story whereas well, any like other it doesn't movie have take... enough time you know how it's like i kept thinking anybody who, who who dislikes this movie that's your right to dislike it but it's like I'm thinking a movie this big, this movie not just like big in terms of like how much money they're spending and like how much they're gonna blow stuff up, but like just in terms of story. Like you said, ten years of story, all ten these years. characters and like these serious characters, like to put that together and do into one movie under three hours into a cohesive thing that people enjoy is such an incredible task that I have. Nothing but the most respect for the Russo brothers even trying to do it. Okay, now break it down right there because we all knew uh, we all know uh, Joss Whedon um, yep. did the first Avengers. Did the first and, Avengers, uh, and I think uh, the, uh, Age of Ultron too. No, I think the Russo brothers did that one as well. I, okay, the so Russo who, brothers so, did uh, the second. I think they came out and did the second uh, Captain America movie. Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is, is still, and it was really good. So I think that was one, of, movie, one yes. of the first movies they directed. I, of course, I know the Russo brothers from Community. They were involved in that TV show. Okay, they they're not the ones that did that Saturday morning comic then. No, I don't think so. Okay. So, so but that's the Fusco brothers. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. So okay, the Russo so brothers from Community, and then they got involved with. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, Paul. Okay, the Russo brothers from Community who now did this major blockbuster. Exactly. Movie. Yeah, I think uh, that's right, the jump. Hey. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a step up then. Good for you. Kudos. Exactly. Out of your tax bracket. Seriously. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so there, this is, and basically after they did Captain America, from what I understand, I mean, they kind of got the keys to the, the rest of the franchise stuff. So. Well, Captain America was dope, man, and this was a good follow-up. I do like how in this picture they approached the events of Captain America Civil War mm -hmm. and made that, like, it had a lasting effect. It wasn't like, well, you know, off-panel they made up and I was like no right. characters still have beef in this well it starts out that way yeah because we see you know uh, it's like Iron, the time Iron Adam Man's... stole my shoes and I was still mad at him the next geek down after that yeah nobody saw us make up off screen for real but we see uh, Captain America basically he gets a, a phone call from a telephone from Iron Man's phone and mm -hmm. that's how he gets by that's a gag they used a couple, well, not a gag. That's a bit they used a couple of times in this. I do notice, and I won't say when else because mm. that's a spoiler. But that's the thing I realized that this, this is y'all did that already. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I see why you're doing it now, like this. But it's 2018. Who's using flip phones and you know other stuff? Anyway, yeah, anyways, it was a flip phone, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a flip was phone. Yeah. Funny. That was part of that was part of a bit in the uh, previous <laughs> movies too. And that's okay. This rewarded um, remembering things, carrying stuff over from the previous pictures. I really dug that. Maybe he didn't change the phone. Maybe it's the same phone. All right, all right. Wait. So hold up. Hold up. Now, having he seen this, his plan. Uh, who who stuck out to you? Who who jumped out? Made an impression? Good or bad? Happy? Um, sad? Uh, Doctor Strange's character because I did not like Doctor Strange the movie. 
You, you hitting much on, at all. Eating on Bandersnatch? I did to, uh, not. Cardamom? I did not. I not hitting on him. I thought he did fine with the role. I just thought mm. the movie was kind of garbage. The movie oh, was garbage. Yeah. yeah. So I like him I, in I, this. I in him in this movie, I thought was great. It kind of made me respect that character a little bit more, and he was certainly brought out a little bit more of the badassery that I was hoping. Okay. Okay. Hoping for. So that obviously, you know. Steve Rogers, Chris Evans as that character, I think is one of the I like best my, things. I, I, I think like the, just the quietness, the sadness uh, yeah. to that character I've always appreciated. Where you got a guy named Captain America, could be this gun ho America type guy, but instead he's kind of like more ashamed <laughs> of being an Captain American. Captain America played by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's like it could be that. It could be the whole just right wing gun nut or something. You well, know dude, I mean? Chris but, Evans has really come into that role. Right. You know, I, I, I admit, I was skeptical when, like, I mean, years ago, I was skeptical when he was cast. Cause I'm I think like, everybody was, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's this young guy who plays these kind of, like, cocky characters, and I, I knew him from, I could not separate him from Well, Jake I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to be that cocky guy, you know yeah. what I mean? I thought he was going to be be that, but instead he brought, like, a level of integrity to the character that mm -hmm. I thought uh, desperately needed, and I'm glad he he was there to do it. Absolutely. Also, so, showed acting chops, man. I mean, I yep. am damn impressed because it's the, the character has evolved, and we've seen the evolution mm. of uh, Steve Rogers in the first Captain America picture. Damn, I watched the, I, I rewatched a lot of them over the weekend. Yeah, you did. I, I, you did I, your homework. I, well, I caught the I caught Captain America, the first Avenger too, and the evolution of that character from really innocent guy to like he's just coming into this role and he's really relishing being in this new body, really relishing getting to be the hero now, mm. and also being the serious military guy. To now, he is just like he. I buy him as like a grizzled veteran. Yeah, and kind of the kind of the same as Chris Evans himself. He's a veteran of this movie franchise. Yep, you know this dude has been through the shiz. Yeah, yeah. I also really appreciated uh, Thor, and this one too. And it, like it, this is continues from that Ragnarok level where I'm like, okay, I really enjoy this character now. Mm, I so we kind of carry the mantle a little bit. I gotta I gotta fight you because my thing with Thor is I liked him at the end of Ragnarok. He was like he, he acknowledged that okay, now I'm in the position of power, and now mm. I've got to be the serious rule. I've got I've seen. What the, I've seen what's out there. I've seen the real danger. I've faced horrors that no one should face. I've dealt with family. I've dealt with enemy. I've dealt with friend. I, like, he's someone who's been through it. And at the start of this, I got that same, like, cocky SOB from, like, the first Thor movie. Like, this mm. is the dude who... who this, is, this is him, like, just after he lost uh, the worthiness to carry Mjolnir, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that feels like a step back for the character. I've got that about a couple of people. He was the first one that jumped out at me, like, well, I think he's not he, this dick anymore. Well, I think he deserved uh, kind of being that that dick, as you put it, because of what happens at the beginning of the movie, which we probably shouldn't get get into fully well, either, because no. there's some, some serious events open this movie yes, that you're going to be like, dude. wow, this movie's... It really sets the tone. Basically, it opens up at the very end of Ragnarok, yeah, where boy. they're on a uh, they're on the spaceship carrying their their people, you know, across the universe. And what happens on that thing will set the tone for the rest of the picture, being yeah. like, "Wow, this is very serious. It's real consequences. It gets pretty dark and pretty heavy." So, Johnny, as someone who hasn't seen this, I will tell you, they throw you into the thick of it. Seriously, huh? yeah, into like, the thing you are head first, my friend, into the like, pudding. There is no like preamble oh Thanos' ship is coming up and it's ominous and so and so it's like no this movie starts off you get intro credits and then you get rawness so Thanos is there right from the start absolutely awesome and then he is in full force no Vaseline just so, in big concern of mine is every great superhero movie like That's Vaseline I know focuses on <laughs> a phenomenal villain right like mm -hmm. all the great ones kind of boil down to whether or not the villain was well portrayed does yeah. this one Blank have... man meteor man they all oh. had the, the great comic movies well the, the latest spider-man uh black panther uh dark knight right all of them focused yeah. on Punisher the villain all, almost uh exclusively focused on the villain first as one of the first things you see on Mystery screen man. Yeah, sure, man. No, but this is this is you're right. They they a lot of those movies do that. This is like I said with Thanos, he is the dominant character of the whole thing. Where the other superheroes are kind of split up their times all over the place. Thanos is front and center, and he's the one that you're really that he's the storyline that you're following, and so everything is built off of him. And Josh Brolin carries that role so well, I think, and I'm so glad that he's the one selected to do it. You know, my thing with Josh Brolin is I was I was afraid we'd see too much of him because he's also going to be uh, Cable in the upcoming Deadpool movie. Yeah. So I was afraid that through acting in that one, act, well, not just that. Uh, well, yes, definitely that. 
but beyond that, also maybe spreading himself too thin. So maybe he wouldn't give he wouldn't be giving his all in this production because he also had like two other pictures filming at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I was worried that we wouldn't get his all. I know what he's capable of as an actor. I'm like, okay, this dude would be dope, except if he's doing all this at once. You know, he's you probably filmed it over a few years, and I think if he's gonna like hype it up for anything, it'd probably be this one. He knows where the money's gonna go. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just my opinion. It would be too Wong Fu too, <laughs> which I would watch if John Leguizamo comes back. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if he still has legs for it. Now. Come on, he does. He looks good. <laughs> he just uh, did Broadway. He was all right. All right, hold on. Let's talk about Iron Man real quick because this Top was Robert, everyone was like Robert Downey Jr. is checking out of these movies. He doesn't care anymore. He's not giving it all. I thought he was. Um, I thought he was like really in your face in like a positive way. The problem with me, from my point of view, is though that um, this wasn't the place for it. This was a reversion back to the same. Uh, Diggers, Tom, you agree? You agree? Yeah. Oh, this agree. Okay. This was the same. Um, this was the same. Uh, 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 like old school a hole Tony Stark that we've seen him outgrow. Yeah. You know that we've seen him go beyond, and it feels like. They moved him back, like they. Well, when the fate of the world is in the universe is kind of you, you want to become the you biggest gotta, jerk you can. I get it, but you got to be the, you're the smartest guy in the room, so you got to let people know that too. I think it's part of. And he got a butt's head. This is why I liked uh, Doctor Strange so much because him and Doctor Strange kind of butt heads a lot, and basically he gets called the douchebag right to his face. And I thought that was great, <laughs> yeah. a great moment. That for was wonderful. It was the battle of the goatees, <laughs> man. Battle Just of the in goatees. Your face. All right, so then what do you think of the Guardians in this picture? Guardians of the Galaxy met the Avengers finally. Man, they, they were much-needed uh, comic relief, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and it could have went too far, And but like I think uh, Dave Bautista as Drax is one of my favorite characters, and so he delivers a couple good... Uh, Good lines. You get teenage Groot this time instead of baby Groot instead of an adult Groot. <laughs> Groot's killing me because every time he he, got, he, get, he does that one he line, says, he's like, "I am Groot." And they're like, "Whoa!" And they thought it was like a, this weird like. I gotta learn to speak that language, man. Yeah, he's man. saying some foul stuff. Which is apparently they teach it as an elective on Asgard. Yeah, that's that, that <laughs> kind of thrilling. Yeah. Um, dude, you speak uh, Groot? Yeah. But but dude, uh, this movie had it, it, it was it was tear jerking. It made me laugh, made me cry. I'm not ashamed to say I shed a couple of manly tears. There was some heavy sobs. It wasn't for me or my friends who, who went and saw it. We were a little too tough for that. But there was yeah, some, it wasn't for me. There was some women. It was from the more girly men. There was some women behind me, and I was like, women oh, I wonder how old these girls are. And they were like 40-year-old women, like, ah, 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 like deep, gasping how sobs. dare you. I just told you. I sat there and teared up in the movie, and you're like, yeah, just well, you know, my screening, the women cried, too, like <laughs> Just saying it wasn't me, man. Hater. All right, me. all right, Johnny, Johnny, I promise you, when you, when you see this, yep. all right, you, you will... Uh, there'll, there'll be some trickles, all right. Just, just some, so uh, some waterworks. I promise you. I'm I promise the waterworks. I think I have a, a cue. It sounds like I have to watch Thor Ragnarok before I watch this. I oh would. come on, dude! How far behind are you? Uh, that and the Optimatron. Ultron. 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 Yeah, Age Optimatron. of Ultron. Age of Ultron. I have to watch those two. I think that's those like four ones. movies ago. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think they came up with what, seven in the last two months. Oh, and Ant Man. I didn't watch that one either. You son of a. No, you, you, know don't, maintain, you don't need to They keep that. releasing so many of them, it's hard to keep track. Because they're on point, my friend. That's how they get down. And they keep taking their, they're like, I want your money. I'm like, uh, prove it. I mean, is it worthwhile? Is it worth? Is it? Is uh, it I'm, not, I'm not saying Adam, Avengers. Adam, I'm saying all talk the. To your boy. I'm just saying all the ones leading up man, to bro. it. <laughs> I'm saying all the ones leading up to it. Like uh, we said earlier, uh, Mysterion. What was that dude's name again? Mysterion? Uh, Magic Man. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Like. Mysterion. <laughs> How do you get Mysterion? You, you're trolling me. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. on. Man, I <laughs> fell for it too. The mystery machine. No, that's the I, I, damn I, I van. No, you know what? You know what? No, I was I was upset. I, I'll, I'll give it to you because you, you yeah. actually did get me right there. That's You, you yeah. earned that. You earned that right there. That's, that's, that's respect, you ass. <laughs> All right, so... Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know where we are from here. But well, you're right. It, 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 there was it was emotional. It was happy. It was there was it, it was going all over the place. It's, it's a long movie, and it was it needed to be. It could have been like another half hour. Yeah, but dude, you know that would have been got? a chore. I think though, a little bit too. So they didn't overplay. They didn't overplay their hand though. What really got me is um, now, mind you, Thanos is the villain. Josh Brolin's playing the villain. Yes. But every time he talks, like we really see his motivation, dude. A couple of times, and maybe this was just me. I wanted to be on his side. Yeah. Like how many how many movies do you see where the villain wins you over? Now, mind you, I, I will point out as well 
we did say kind of the same thing for Black Panther, mm -hmm. but there's like there's like parallels here you can't ignore. Black Panther, uh, Killmonger and Black Panther, we liked what he was saying conceptually. In the actual like uh, 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 acting of it, we're like, nah, dude, you uh, you 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 watch your, you watch your goddamn mind. But Thanos has like reason behind it. You know, and it's not the same thing like he just wants to put it in death. Mm. This was like he actually has motivation where when he breaks it down, you're like, you know what? Well, sh good goodness, sir. I, I, and the way I, he I justifies might, it, I too. Fall, like he's not fall behind your, your wait, I got to be on which side? Oh, mm. well, then no, no, I will not die for the cause. But besides that, it's like he almost had some good ideas. Well, it's like he's the one who he's in his mind. He's sacrificed more than everybody else, yeah. too. You know, he's like if you and, and you see it, it's like, you know what I have to do mm. to get this done. I'm the one who suffered the most. And you know what? Honestly, and what, man, what gets done? Obviously, it's it's one of the bigger this thing we're not gonna you know we're not gonna spoil it or anything like that but it, it comes to a conclusion that you're like it gets oh heavy. yeah it gets, it gets real heavy. heavy and you're gonna be like a, a little concerned and a little confused on where they go from there yeah but dude let's I talk know, about I him am. for a second because i expected this to be like some corny cg animation i remember back at when we when he first saw him at like the end of avengers and stuff and he looks toward the camera oh. and everyone was like oh it was this this like I mean, back then it looked great. Now it looks cheesy and just plain bad. But the animation on him, yeah, it just—it was like this weird animated blue face. Now, I really want to point out, like you see, like creases and you know detail in his face. Did you notice in between those weird, like that weird ball chin? Chin, ball chinian. He's a ball chinian. He's a ball chinian. Even like they had like whiskers animated. Yeah, yeah, between yeah. There. Like you know, he just he, he had, had had the five o'clock shadow. Well, it's like everyone. I think. <laughs> Here's my theory on the w reason they put the sp uh, the like the sneak peek thing at the extra scene at the very end of Tell the movie. Tell them why you're mad, Adam. Is because Tell them you mad, Adam. there's so many people are working on this movie. They're like, the only way we're gonna get people to see these names is put something at the very end. You know, it's a 20 minute long credit scene every yes. time. There's so many people working I on took this the movie. Most refreshing pee because I had to go so bad for the last half of this movie, but I could not leave right. the seat. So the only way you're going to be able to see all those names, mm -hmm. we got to put a little uh, carrot at the end of it. You know yeah. what I mean? That we can sit sit through. That's the and only way you're going to. It, it was a good one this time though. They've set their game was. up because I will say up until this. Well, no, still my Spider-Man: Homecoming is still my favorite one. Spider-Man: Homecoming had um, uh, Captain America. Giving the 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 the, the, the PSAs, of yeah. the utility of uh, of of what was it like um uh, false hope yes or something like so that. So you got detention and that yeah. <laughs> a couple of those. It, it was good, man. It was all right. I was yeah, with it. yeah, I was with it too. All, all right, so it. dude, I'm, I'm just gonna say it was Avengers: Infinity War. I I give it a, a an extremely high thumbs up. Yep. I, I enjoyed this movie so damn much. First weekend and worldwide too. Yeah, it broke records. All records have been broken, yo. Yeah, it's because movie tickets cost fifty bucks now too. Yeah, what that the that hell? Helps, and movie pass is screwing <laughs> folks now too. Man. Yeah, there's, there's a um, there's a uh, there's another one, Cinema Something, that was trying to take up that mantle. Yeah. And then movie pass sued them like, no, nah, we got this. We're we the got best this. option for customers. I don't know how they have many money. To, they probably sue them because they don't have any money. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's just like, how are you gonna take away a good thing? You're right. And they're like drug dealers. Yeah. They it's are. Like, you want you want a taste, huh? The first taste is free. <laughs> or at least the devil gives it to you as well. Yeah. That's how they get down. All right. All right. Wait, so what, you didn't give your rating, man. I, I give I it could. a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely? Yeah, yeah. All right. Two thumbs up. It, it's Avengers Infinity War. Tom, have we sold you? I'm sold. I'm Fine. going to see it tomorrow. Okay, cool. <laughs> see, that right there was progress. I think he this made his decision exactly. before our review, though, somehow. No. I was talking to this man before the show. He's over there like, you know what? I don't give a man. <laughs> Avengers. Marvel can eat it. I hit Pat with a... Change my mind. Yeah, about, about infinity. Yeah, One of yeah. those. Sitting at the desk with the sign. Right? Him exactly. there with his cup of tea. <laughs> yep. This book. All right. Oh, okay. Now we have been joined by Noye Brown West. Hello. Trying to sneak Hello. in all coy and casual, like. <laughs> and then having trouble with my headphones, so you immediately notice me. I'm like, ah, what the? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. Skills were a little off. These might work better. Actually, do you want to try these? Yeah. If those, if those are screwing with you, oh, give yeah, these yeah, a shot. Those I'll might actually these. fit too. Those are like yeah, uh, cup ones, holders on your face. I always thought I had a big head, but. Well, no. I just found out. I Those, do not. You air traffic controlling. That's yeah. what's going on there. So, there you go. There you go. Your seats right, are in you. the front mm -hmm. and rear. All right. So, Noye Brown West, thank you for joining us here on the Geek yes, Down. Yes. Hello. Hey. Hola. All right. Now, you've never actually been on the show. I have not been on the show yet. I'm very upset about it. And upset? <laughs> Whose fault is that? All right. It's, it's Black Adam's fault. That's it. It's always. Nah, I'm kidding. All right. Well, no, first of all, welcome. 
And uh, on this show, we talk politics and uh, amateur leopardoptery. So <laughs> I, I can talk about both. Uh, one of them really? I what? actually Whoa. know about, but the other one, I'd just be lying. No, you brown was butterfly <laughs> expert. Break it down. <laughs> I actually I only know about like one type of butterfly, but I know a lot about politics. I gotta oh, say. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about the monarch butterfly. <laughs> Better you than me. Oh, I do know the monarch. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can talk all day about that. Nice, nice. All right, we will not. But uh, good to know that we'll put that in the back pocket for the future. Okay. Um, no, you actually here to promote a uh, an event happening right here in uh, in lovely Boston, Mass. That aren't is you? correct. All right, give us the news. What's going on? Okay, so Potter Prom is happening mm. June seventeenth uh, yes. and uh, the twenty first. Mm -hmm. I'm playing Hermione. And I'm hosting. Okay. How's everybody feel about Black Hermione? You better I love say it. the right thing. There's okay, a Black Annie. There could be a Black Hermione. Yeah. Right. Well, there already is one. They That's got it. Yeah, yeah. They got her. And um, now I'm I'm playing her. And no, although I will point out for anyone <laughs> for anyone just listening to us and not watching the video, Noya came in in a green dress, y'all. You represent you Hermione representing <laughs> Slytherin. What's what, what's that about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, I've been moving all day. This is my most comfortable dress. I've been moving in heels too because I'm like, ah, my sneakers are. It's raining too. Oh, okay. I got I got these orthopedic heels. I'm rocking them. I'm sitting yeah, on a yeah. donut, so I, it's all I right. I only wear orthopedic heels. Yo, she's only. she's in she's in the heel with like the thick the, mm -hmm. the shoe with the thick heel going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it comes to like a little bit of like, but yeah, I uh, I'm hosting Potter Prom. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be Hermione. This thing, all right. So there's gonna be lots of acrobatics. There's gonna be more circus than there was last year. It's all the right. second year, I believe. Second mm -hmm. year? Yeah, it's the second year. And basically, it's just a burlesque show that mm -hmm. is Harry Potter themed. And it's very tastefully done. I know that some people are like, oh, but Harry Potter. That's like a kid's is, thing. But yeah. they're adults Wait, is, is, at is the like end. Right. They're Potter adults at the end. They're no, no, no. old enough. Okay. Yeah, they're, no, no, no. Probably. They're, they can they're get adults. They have naked. kids at the end of it. So right. that's that's when we come in. For that three-minute right? three <laughs> scene when they're actually adults, that, that'll, that, yeah. that counts. And then that counts. Uh, the, the Disturbed Child or whatever the new one is called, the mm. play. <laughs> it should have been called the Disturbed Child. Right. That's what I call it with my friends. Harry Potter <laughs> and the Juvenile Delinquent. Yeah. Exactly. That's definitely what it should have been called. Um, but yeah, so, and then it's just going to be a lot of fun. Like in late May and early June, mm -hmm. there's going to be a um, a riddle release that will riddle guide release. you to a code, which is going to be kind of fun. So oh. watch out for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Is yeah. this something we have to like follow, follow you on uh, on Twitter for? What's going on? Yes. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter and I'll definitely be promoting it. And that's at okay. that no yay. Uh, that N O N Y E, and but you can also. Wait, how many No Yays are there? You got to be that one. <laughs> there are a lot, and it's actually it's a guy's name that became a chick's name. So oh, like sorry. I'm named after my uncle, mm -hmm. and it used to be a very popular male name, and then around the millennial times, that's mm -hmm. what I call them. The, yeah. the millennial times, <laughs> it started to become more and more of like a female name. You'd see that more in Nigeria. Like, right. Yeah, so there are a lot of us. Julian and and no, you get. Yeah. Women named Felix. That's what I've seen. Yeah, women named Felix uh, and um, name my daughter Felix Adam. Do what you think, man? Yeah. Right. So, Ooh, your kid. <laughs> you want to do? Name my son Gaylord Stemple. <laughs> Ooh, Gay Gaylord Snapple. Stemple. Like the oh, okay. Snapple. I was like Snapple. I'm trying to get sued. This is broadcast live. We're just talking about no. Oh, sorry. Not we, naming any we, trade. We're not. Nope. Uh, I'm at Snapple the tree, not the beverage. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Snapple. Exactly. That's what we meant. It was all that. Um, it's sued by Gwyneth Paltrow all of a sudden. It's too close. It's too close. I want to tripping. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I, I for one, I, I had to actually um, miss Potter Prom last year because I had too many shows around it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't able to get a ticket because I just wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to be there. Uh, I know. Of I'm all a comedian. Things, part of prom. I'm you a stand-up comedian. Your nephew's bar mitzvah. Oh, Come on. My goodness. No, I had to choose the shows. When yeah. people start throwing money, because as a comedian, you You're don't not, always make money. Yeah, you can't turn down. <laughs> yeah, you, can't you can't turn can't, down the money. You can't turn know. down. I don't know about that. My good <laughs> friend money. Kevin. Well, Hart. we got Potter from. I got <laughs> rent me. as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my good friend Kevin you. Hart bought me a judge last week. I think he's doing okay. <laughs> oh, is that? Is that a Meek Mill reference? It was. I, Nobody I, else got that. I, I, I got I, it. I, I got it. It's Meek Mill. It's, um, it's, but, good, it's good to be the only black people in the room. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> Man, I got it. I just oh didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so follow Potter Prom on Facebook. Okay, that's how you'll find out. And also follow Boston Burlesque because I'm sure they'll be advertising what the uh, riddle is as well. And then also follow me. 
at Ben Noe on Twitter because I'll be I'll have the riddle all over the place. Well, hold on, now you can't just like throw that out there. Give them like how do you, how do they spell at that Noe? Okay, it's uh, that the word that T H A T N O N Y E. See, that's what trips that's what trips everyone out. <laughs> the N in there, it's yeah. N O N Y E. I was like, yes. Yeah. Well, the real way to say it, so it's a it's part of a longer name. So my name, my full name is Chuku Noe Rem. And if you, you if you, you hear it you, like you that, that, that that's, that's <laughs> if you hear that, like you can height. hear the other end, like Chukunoyera, like you hear the other end. It's right. like a nasal sound. Mm. When you just say the short version, you kind of lose it a little bit. So. Little you, gotta, bit. You, you say it with your like your actual voice. I think you need to do effect <laughs> uh, a proper black scent. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the Nigerian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chukunoyera. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. My name, my name, my name, Pat Bordenov. It's not that. Patrice Stefan Bordenov. Ooh, that's nice. That's, that's, that's like real. The, are Louisiana no, or no, Haiti? Haiti. Mm. Okay, so that's the real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's real. The, that's Creole. the proper. That's the name deserving the of the necktie. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it is. That's right. cool. You should hear Black Adam Willis and that Scandinavian. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Scandinavian. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> oh god. That one. Oh my god. Do you Chris Pine? So when am I? All right. So I'm. I'm not gonna give them a plug unless it's okay. Chris Pine. No, no. <laughs> I don't think he needs I, I, I that. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a local comic, uh, <laughs> Gary Gallman. He has like an amazing Chris Pine set right now that he's touring with. So you should go see that. Okay. It's hilarious. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout <laughs> <Real> out. Good. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Gary Gallman. Right. Hilarious Chris Pine material. <laughs> Phil so Stadium. So, <laughs> so if you're into those good Chris Pine, no, okay. I heard you're doing Chris Pine tonight. Yeah. All right. So, so one thing I have not gotten is where can listeners actually get tickets for? Oh, Pot yes. I'm so sorry. So ART, which is part of um, the Harvard uh, campus, so it's the American Repertory Theater, and uh, it's Oberon. So if you just if you search ART, American Repertory Theater, or if you search Oberon, and then um, Potter Prom, then you'll find it, and it's in the schedule. It's in yeah, the there calendar. There can't be too many of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Out there, I, I, I don't know, man. What people people find out a lot. People find out there a lot of folks who like to like uh, cross cosplay, so they'll be dressed as like Puck, uh, who himself is cosplaying as Owen from Gargoyles, who then looks like Harry Potter. So oh, right there, you yeah. got the glasses oh, on there, and they go like five, six levels deep. <laughs> I know these people; they exist. We've had them on the show, Adam. Fortunately, we have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're looking at one right now. I, would, oh, I, I, no. wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past Johnny to have like uh, a huh? Harry Potter costume, just like in the cut. Uh, under that shirt, yeah. under man. That you're jacket. wearing your. <laughs> he's wearing his Hufflepuff sweater right now, man. You know, you, there's, there's, they'll get I'm, around. That. I'm Gryffindor, so I'm wearing the wrong colors oh. right now. But I you am. Are. I've been sorted into Gryffindor, which I don't believe because I. I don't think I would save anybody if I was given the chance. I'd just be chilling. Yeah, having met you, I don't, I don't see you saving anybody either. Nah, it's like I would save them if it was like it was like easy. Like I wouldn't be just. <laughs> nah, no, you'd be there with like a, with like a sniff to a brandy. Like, what you on fire? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Who, who? It's like stop, drop, and roll. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Oh, you can't understand what I'm saying? Who getting your stuff? I might roll you around with my hands, but then that's the most. That <laughs> or my feet with my orthopedic heels on. Yeah, yeah, they're long enough, right? You can just poke them. Exactly. That, that will ready yet? I like that stereo. <laughs> Take his shoes. <laughs> All right, so it's Pot of Prom being co-produced by you and a friend of the show, oh. uh, Jessica Lee Scary. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how did y'all? How do y'all and get? Fem bones. Oh, and Fem bones, yeah. another one who, who's been oddly silent. Bones, hit me up. What's good? I think you owe me money. What? <laughs> I did. If you're watching, it's not. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, tell him I'm, I ain't got it. I'm <laughs> hosting. I am. I'm helping out with the script a little bit. Like I'm writing okay. in my parts. So that, you know, because something great that they do is they have the host write in what they would naturally say in that situation, which okay. is I think is a great idea because you, you're more you're going to forget your lines if they're not written in your voice, and that's something I've learned from stand up comedy, and that's something that they just know, wait, which wait, is great. Did you just confess to having someone else write your stand up routine? Oh no, not at all. I'm just saying, like when people <laughs> no, give you a like, test, <laughs> you know, growing up a white child in the uh, in Washington <laughs> states, like people people will try and give you tags on jokes, and if oh, those tags yeah, no, aren't things that. that you've already thought of, then they're not going to work. Like there's there's one comedian I'm going to give him a shout out. I don't care. Uh, one com comedian, Rob Crean who he gave me a tag once that is a joke that I was already telling, but I stopped telling. And he was like, oh, it'd be so funny if you said this. I'm like, oh, I already have that joke. He's like, you need to bring it back. So I do, I do that now, and it, it always does well. Um, and then, but 
sometimes there are comedians that give you tags and you're like, oh, that's real funny, but it doesn't sound like anything I would say. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you you on stage, I want <laughs> I want you to say this. All exactly. Right. It's, like, it's like what's so funny about Pat is the greatest lover in the world. What? what, <laughs> what? It's that like, is funny like, though. Like, trust me. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Actually, that, that would backfire tremendously. Wow. Okay. I've seen you pushing rope. Like, can I can I say this that I've seen you on like two dates now? Like mm-hmm. I've just like rolled up on you. Like I've been at shows. Yeah. And I've seen you now at, on two dates, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. That's and right. And I've um, always I don't know how to handle myself when I see friends on dates. So I actually have taught myself just to not approach you now when you're on a date. And I don't well, know if that's the right thing. Who the hell's that? No, no. You can always come up because odds are uh, we've seen you on stage. So it's it's like it's like okay. that whole no, it's like that whole um Don Rickle situation with, okay. with Frank Sinatra. Oh, I know Wait. what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. If anyone doesn't know, it's an old old Hollywood story where Don Rickles was trying to impress a woman by. You know, uh, making it known just casually that he knows Frank Sinatra by having Frank come up to them and say, you know, hey, Don, good to see you, you know, and all that stuff. And he introduced him. So it's like you look like the man. Well, Noye steps off stage and then makes a beeline towards me and my lady friend. He's like, oh, my God, I know I had to do this whole, you know, uh, professional career thing, but I had to stop and say you. I know. And I. Yeah. it's funny because the mm. second time it happened, I actually I actively tried not to do it, but I still ended up doing it. Well, that was but my I, fault. I you... did it quickly, though. I didn't do it as badly as yeah. I did the first time. The first time I caused some issues. No, nah, no. Nah. Because if you're around me long enough, I'm going to bring up uncomfortable racial issues. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, we were kind of like ankle deep there already. Yeah, it, I, I've, like, never a, I've never had I've never had a comfortable thoughts? conversation with this woman. Oh, In, including oh, right now, damn. we're, we're Wait, talking me? about how Hermione with the teeth. Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling not to bring it no. up because your bridge work is looking all right. But I'm just like, no, I actually uh, I have messed up teeth. Like I really do. Nice. Like I got a crooked, uh, I got a crooked front tooth. So like in certain pictures you can see it, but I hide it real well. I like learn how to hide. It. I smile real big, so it's like I just I like squeeze them together the teeth, so you can't tell which ones are crooked. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'm glad we kept it like chill because Tom's been whispering about your teeth in my earphones oh, the whole word. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, Tom, you do like a great Aziz. Are you going <laughs> to? I was on another podcast here. She's going to smell like she did. Oh, my oh, no. yeah. oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Ron and Leslie, you're going to kill me. Oh. <laughs> That, that is, that's so that is, good. That's inappropriate. I'm so glad that you remember me. No, for I do that. remember that's that. That's disgusting, <laughs> by the way. Oh, <laughs> we that's were, disgusting. We Don't ever do that again. <laughs> we <were> Apologies. <laughs> I did one. You all I can't see it too. He's in brown face right now, so it's <laughs> oh, extra inappropriate. No. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <sighs> you caught me. <laughs> His fingies are covered in fake tan. My fingies. I'm gonna make you a smoothie. Ah. I did a podcast here all about like the Me Too movement and Aziz came up and that's we were all it after a while we were all just doing dueling Aziz impressions which which was that's more offensive than the whole thing what to his face uh no he wasn't here Aziz yeah Aziz showed up to talk about it it was in the studio yeah he started commenting on the Facebook live it's on no I had his ears are burning every time someone does that voice no I've had people do that apparently I have a cadence. Where uh, a couple of friends, when drunk, start doing impressions of me to my face, and I'm just like, "Word, <laughs> that's how it is." Huh? <laughs> All right, just yeah. <laughs> we'll test those limits. I'm a swing. I'm a swing. Yeah. All right. All right. Adam's learned since then, though. He do <laughs> I do it behind your back. Yeah, for behind sure. You <laughs> he, he fix that. You fix my that face piece. in the mirror. <laughs> Adam, hey, my name Pat. How if I can get my voice that deep, that's just how I talk. This is the geek down. <laughs> I want to hear you. I want you to try that one day. Would you open Just the show that way from, from the diaphragm, my friend. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that would come out. You got to speak from your sex. From your sex <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome All right. to the geek. Down. It's happening again. We're doing dueling Azizes. Mine's pretty good, but I'm not in the right like voice for it right now. Oh, like my geez. voice is too deep to be Aziz and sorry right now. Oh, dude, I can <laughs> believe that. That right? sounds about right. Isn't that yeah. crazy? <laughs> There was a moment on that other I show hate- where it just devolved into all three people on the show <laughs> yeah. simultaneously the worst doing is on his Master of None show, and he's like, Alora. And he did that oh, the whole second oh season. Alora. I'm like, oh. That second season, I got to say, the it's second, a good show, it but was, it's just like. Uh, the first season was kind of trash, but the second season was good. Yeah. But if you go back and like see uh, the controversy with him now, 
and then or read about the controversy with them now and then watch it again creepy 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 you're right you're, you're right. just like oh shit yeah he was basically admitting that he's a creep like this yeah. entire just season. a horrible date yeah yeah, yeah. a horrible <laughs> date and a creep like why you don't put your head right here for a minute? It's like, yeah, no, don't. Like, oh, don't, damn. Don't. <laughs> okay, well, on that prestigious note. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The sorry, show sorry. is called Pot of Prom. It's playing oh, yes. that. <laughs> the show They're is adults. called Pot of Prom. It's playing right here in lovely Cambridge, Massachusetts yes. at Oberon, also known as the ART. And where can users get tickets again? You can get tickets on the Oberon website, which is the American Repertory Theater website. Um, go to their, ca their calendar type in Potter prom and you can find it or just follow me on Twitter. I'll be posting it tonight. I'll post um, the link to the, to the tickets tonight. And also you can find it on Facebook and it's June 17th and the 21st. So there are two dates this year, which is great. I wish that I wish that I was able to make it. I wish I could redo my prom right week, after yeah. I went to my first prom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? Seriously, Man, if I could do that again, <laughs> me okay. too. Me too. Right, can we talk about problems? No, no, no we right. cannot. Yeah, that'll be a longer show. We'll bring you back for that. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right okay. So once again, the show is... I haven't taken my Xanax yet, so uh, we can't do it Let's now. Do it. Yeah. The show is part of prom at Oberon, but we can't remember the URL. Just Google it. Uh, <laughs> no, follow Noye Brown West. You yeah, want to tell him how to spell it, it once again. I'll post it tonight. And then also, um, it, it's, it's on Facebook. It's on ART. You know the dates. Honestly, if you can't find it yourself... You're not trying. That's what True. I'm going to say. Wow, <laughs> Judgment. With the tough love. <laughs> Judgment. All right, real real quick. Um I just want I just want to I just want to call out something that's kind of it's kind of kind of odd but a pleasant surprise. I just got a text uh that my mom is watching. Oh. Yeah. Hi mom, how you doing? That is, that is mom. That is that is <laughs> random but uh that that's actually a pleasant surprise. Hi. Good. I'm not going to do my impression of you anymore. You mother <laughs> really this? I'm all I'm all every time. All right. All right, as long as you also put the blackface on, we will we, we, we stop. I immediately fixed my hair as soon as I heard your mom was on. I'm like, oh, like, oh, oh my God. All right, all right. Scott, real serious in here. All right, Mali Joseph. One me. One me. All right. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to just Johnny real quick. He's got a real quick yep. review of... Um, without Escape. Without Escape. So Without Escape is a point-and-click adventure puzzle horror game where you play as uh someone uh inside of a house uh you arrive there uh coming home i think from from work or something like that and the house is empty and apparently your parents were out they they went to go visit uh your grandmother or something like that and they live like two hours away or something like that or 200 miles away it sounds compelling in this game, you go visit Nana. Well, you're not visiting. So, so you arrive at your house. Your house is empty. Your parents are gone. So basically, you have the whole house to yourself. So you're like, cool. Oh, I have the whole so you get to like the risky business. You're sliding in your socks and stuff. Din, 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 yeah. Din, din. yeah, yeah, yeah. Risky it, business. You know, slide across. Is it like time rock and roll? Dawn? I'm with like, it. Is it like that? A little bit. No. It, okay. So it, it plays a lot like uh, like the old school point and click adventures like Mist, where it's just uh, you're provided with one screenshot. Um, uh, essentially a screenshot of part of the house uh, so you start off in your parents bedroom because you woke up in the middle of the night because uh, something went bump and you're trying to figure out like oh is there a burglar here what's going on you're you're exploring your own house because you heard a noise that woke you up mm -hmm. and so and there's this tense ish or ish yeah this slightly creepy music playing in the background so you're exploring around and as you're exploring through the house, you you start to slowly, but it's not slowly at all. You just notice like little things that are out of place, like a picture uh, picture frame is slightly ajar, like like it's slightly angled. Ajar when it should be askew. Yeah, <laughs> askew. That's it. There, it's askewed, and and uh, there's like a random phone number on a desk. So you kind of like click on that. You look at the phone number, and then you navigate through the house and. You'll find a phone. You enter that phone number in there. So it's like Someone really took a dump. It didn't flush. Uh, actually, there is an upper decker. You can't flush. There is a toilet in this game that you do interact with. You do eventually get these pliers that you do have to. Wait. Yeah, you actually do have to like fix some pipes, <laughs> some water oh, pipes. Okay, I, I love chores. The you game. don't want to know the dark yeah. places my head went there. Right. Uh, it, uh, you come up on them on, on the toilet with the pliers, like uh, damn, all right. But it, it, it doesn't. Seen that movie. <laughs> there, there's nothing executed in this game well. 
uh at all so the creepiness vibes they don't they don't really like try to hide it or they don't insert jump scares there turns out the bad guy is just like a kid in a, in a sheet well it's, it's like it's like 30 seconds in you leave your parents bedroom and you enter the hallway and the first thing you notice is oh that picture has a streak of blood on it Oh, so this is going to be a horror game. Wait, you can't, how are you open to all about that? If I left, if I'm a little kid and I I, I walked out and there's just random blood on my pictures, I, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 leaving to catch a bus. Right, but you can it, have the house. It doesn't enjoy. It doesn't phase your character at all. It doesn't phase your character at all. Like uh, like you're reading all of this. There's no yeah. voice actor or anything like that, anything like that. So when you click on the the picture to zoom in on on the blood that's clearly there, yeah. uh, the the character. The dialogue that pops up doesn't even talk about the blood that's there, and all they're saying is it, it's their save system. By the way, mm. uh, all they say is like, "Oh, I feel my 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 thoughts are a little fuzzy," and then it asks you, "Do you want to save or not?" Like, like sociopath? it completely. Like, oh, you know, there goes the blood again. Yeah, there's it's, stupid it's, blood. Yeah, there, there's blood there, but it it doesn't. Your character doesn't react to it whatsoever, other than their their thoughts are a little hazy. All right, then, so that's what, okay. What's fun uh, about what? What's fun about this gameplay? Uh, uh, there. All right, so there's essentially no gameplay. All you're really doing is clicking around, trying to find items that go into your inventory, and then when you click around a bunch of other times in different rooms, uh, those items that you have collected will auto magically solve the puzzle for you, which is. I'm gonna pause you right there. I, I like I like your term. Auto magically. Auto magically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because because none of these puzzles make any sense at all you'll find we're going into like resident evil mansion level puzzles here where they well, just do fun. not make sense well all right so there's keys everywhere i've never seen a house so locked your own house so locked up and there's keys everywhere and, you, and you, you're digging a key out of a plant vase <laughs> for one one odd place of it I'm, I'm, I'm liking it so far uh you get uh uh what was it um uh, lock picks lock, there you go. that I'll come out of a faucet on the bathroom sink. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 no. Lock that, picks that, are, they that, shoot out of the faucet of a, of the bathroom sink. Like, okay, it, yeah, it, no, I'm, you're right. I can't justify that. It's bananas. I, I thought it was talking about like you find like a hairpin on the side of the sink and you can use that as a lock pick. If they're coming out of the faucet, this, yeah, this just... yeah, you turn on the faucet after you fix the pipes yeah. with pliers, not a wrench, uh, <laughs> Well, you don't you don't you don't fix your your pliers with them. that's how I make waffles with pliers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Do you keep your uh, your your lock picks in the bathroom sink? No, I do not. I don't even. This sounds terrible. I just want to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It sounds bad. I was like intrigued at first because I like horror. I like horror puzzle games. Yep. Those are like my favorite ones to play. But this sounds really bad because if it solves the puzzle for you, what's the point? I don't get that. Yeah, and and the puzzles there are like these like. Puzzles straight out of the early 90s point-and-click adventures that never made any sense to begin with. So they're like they're bad puzzles, but you don't have to struggle with the badness of the puzzle because it solves it for you. So there's like no thought. All you're really doing is just clicking around an environment enough times to get the item to then allow you to progress even further. And the dialogue through the throughout this is basic, and there's nothing really worth reading and there's no real story to interact with other than you're trying to explore where the noise came from in your house well, sounds like a blast all right so give us give us the give us the um it was the hard the hard stop man oh uh, yeah this is this down. is a very very easy thumbs down this oh, game is not, yeah, it was going. No. it's available on itch.io steam uh you can get it for windows maybe the windows store they have it listed as windows so i'm not sure they're selling the game on steam for seven dollars right now it's 30 percent off uh, it doesn't matter if they give it away for free. It's not worth your time. Wow. That's what it comes down to. It's just, there's nothing artistically interesting about it, so you're not going to get anything out of this other than, how like, many, wasted time. How many right. hours of gameplay? How many? Uh, if you, it depends on how quickly you can click. You could definitely beat this in less than an hour, mm, but wow. you're not going to want to because yeah, it's, it's just not worth it. Yeah. No, you I mean, you're better off on the toilet. Yeah, so just <laughs> watch something on Netflix or something. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, happy <laughs> note. I'm going to turn it over to Black Adam Willis because, my man, you got to attend the Boston Independent, Independent Film, Film Festival. Festival. I'm yes. Because I was supposed to be there. You were. And I was looking at the time, and you, there was no way you were going to make it. <laughs> but this is this is my favorite event of yes, the let year. Let me vicariously through you, sir. Yes, my favorite event of the year. It's the end of April. It's a week long Wednesday to Wednesday. And it is 
a great little film festival right here in Boston that's super accessible for for everybody. You can go and buy a ticket. They have, they sell tickets right at the window for people who don't have actual badges. They don't have press credentials or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it gives you access to so many of the filmmakers, so many of the writers, so many of the stars. Um, they open some cool people. So the opening night film this year was Bo Burnham's uh, film, Eighth Grade. Uh, Bo, uh, Bo Burnham is a stand-up comedian. He's a, a local guy from Massachusetts. And Great his... Pianist. Yep, so he his film, Eighth Grade, is about this young girl. Uh, uh, the actress is Elsie Fisher. She plays this girl, Kayla. And it is about her last week of eighth grade before she goes to high school. And she has no friends, and she's really awkward. She's a pretty young girl. But it's mostly about... He, uh, he was saying he wants to make a movie, wanted to make a movie about social media and about the internet. And the biggest character in this movie, to me, was the presence of the internet in these kids' lives. And about. And he said he was going through this kind of depressive state, and he, he linked it to his time online and saying that was exacerbating his... The, you know, his feelings towards being like alienated and, and things like that and so was he found or was this a character, like a character study this type? is a character he basically it's it's his personality and his feelings in this and he he identifies with this eighth grade girl you know what i mean which most well, people who doesn't but it's just like you can apply and like watching the movie myself like i applied a lot of the feelings i have too to like what this girl's going through the, the these feelings of like you know putting yourself out there but at the same time feeling alone in your personal life not having friends but like putting everything out there about making friends it's about like giving advice and not knowing how to take it you know what i mean it's a little bit like that and so he was actually there as well and he was talking about the movie the star was there and i got to meet up with him afterwards they, they always do the opening night party at orleans bar um it's a great, it's a great film festival just for that reason. Like anybody can go who happens to see it can meet these guys, hear what they have to say about the films. Chris Cooper was there. Um, Paul Schrader, the great Paul Schrader, obviously the writer of Taxi Driver, was there with his film yesterday called First Reformed. Um, another great movie. Um, and so, like I said, just the accessibility that most of them are at the Somerville Theater. They do movies at the Brattle Theater every night. I know on Saturday night they had The Godfathers of Hardcore with Vinny yeah, Stigma and Roger Merritt from. Uh, Agnostic Front, they were all there w- with the movie and they were taking Q and A and stuff like that. So it's it's if you're interested in these movies, they have documentaries, narrative features, short films, and most of the times they'll have somebody representing their film there. And it's just great to go, kind of rub elbows with these people that are making the art that you really appreciate. And so I've always enjoyed it just for that. And it's like they have whole days of movies on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm going tomorrow to see two films at the Coolidge, and I think I'm hoping you can go Wednesday. Yeah, dude, I didn't get clothes- to go before. I'm really anxious to see, and I'm really anxious to see the Mr. Rogers. The documentary Mr. Rogers documentary, "Won't You Be My Neighbor," is the yeah. closing film of the of the festival. And from what there, I man. hear, too, is bring some Kleenex because it's supposed to be incredibly moving movie, uh, a documentary about Mr. Rogers, obviously just a, a peach of a man. Um, it's a beautiful day Are in the, the puppets in it, though? That's what I want to know. I think they'll probably talk about them, though. And I was talking with some people about the movie. I was saying it's just like in these divisive times when everyone has, you know, coming at whatever topic it may be from all these, like, really radical angles and people are applying their personal beefs with whatever to everything it's just uh, uh, to talk about uh, hashtag kanye yeah hashtag that for sure <laughs> and so talking about this guy who's just pure there's in this documentary there's nothing like there's no skeletons in the closet there's no like oh and he had a thing for young girls oh like mr rogers was great on screen but he you know he had a drinking problem it's like no this is just a pure like guy who believed though, in love. of uh him possibly being the uh the vietnam veteran who was just like this ill Ill military assassin mm. who then decided to like wash his hands of like his hardcore violent history <laughs> and become this very you know pleasant children's show host. And if that would that would be interesting. It's 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 a little far fetched, but I, I prefer the no, guy that just, just happens disproven. to be a natural yeah, sweet man. I, it's still just a cool <laughs> thing to have in the back of the head. There. Right? Yeah, it, it makes you feel better. I know. But like I said, this is <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> no, you won't. I won't give it to you. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll be back next week uh, to to tell you what I think about the last few films, as you will about the last doc. But all I can say is uh, every year this is uh, one of the best weeks of of the year for me. At the end of April, the sun's out. Usually, you can walk around uh, the Somerville Theater, go get some food, and go catch a, you know, a bunch of movies that you really like, and hopefully meet and hear about the movies from the directors or the writers or the stars, or all of them. Um, and it's great. It's a great anyone. festival. 
I met Bo Burnham the first night. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I, I took a quick, really awkward selfie. I wanted to, because I'm not good at that. I was going to hand somebody the phone. He's like, I don't got time. You got to do a selfie. I was like, like this. Had, <laughs> had the weird, like, claw in the front of my face, too. It was, like, all black. Yeah. Wait, that's not how you take to. all your pictures? No. no. Oh, okay. All right. no. I just imagine every time I think of you, an awkward selfie. I don't know what. It's Pavlovian. <laughs> Because there's enough of them out there. That's probably a well. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. I, I, I know everybody. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, thumbs up for the for the for the movie Eighth Grade. That was the opening night film. It, it was. Everyone's given John Krasinski all this credit because last year. I. Last year, no, it was not last year. The year before, okay. John Krasinski. Yeah. John, John Krasinski's John, John first Cryer, movie. Yes. Was the Hollers, and I, that's why I always crap on John Krasinski because he made the movie The Hollers, he directed it, and it is such a hot piece of garbage. Hey, I never didn't like uh, I didn't like A Quiet Place either. Good. There are a lot of overly done tropes in it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't actually original. You're breaking the only thing, hearts. The Seriously, only thing original in A Quiet Place. Was... The only thing original in The Quiet Place is that they used um, sign language and people, and there was a deaf character well, that, was that, that was the yeah, only, that that was the only, only thing. part to me that was old hat i remember a uh, a tv show that ran okay so it, okay so switched it you birth, heard it here first specifically pat is saying all of it was old hat so <laughs> don't <laughs> see stop it, it. you <laughs> stop it right now shame on you how did this has been the geek great. down here on <laughs> wmf radio i want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed fun-filled show you can catch us every monday nights right here on wmfradio.com also if you heard a thing tonight you want to chime in on hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail com or just go to the website geek-down.com where you find all the information uh, emails to contact us social media links follow us on facebook on twitter on youtube on soundcloud itunes we are all over the mother on twitch hopefully you're watching us but if you weren't every week we're on twitch.tv slash the geek down see our pretty smiling faces and all that good stuff also i want to thank just johnny you want to thank black and willis yeah. I want to thank Noye Brown West for joining Yay. us. Up, up at that time. Noye. Mm-hmm. Noni Fizzle on Instagram. N O N E E F I Z Z. Hashtag. I was going to spell the whole thing. You should be ashamed of yourself. The shameless self. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get it Get it out while you can. Okay. Noni Fizzle on Instagram. N O N E E F I Z Z L E on Instagram. At that Noye, you've already heard like three times. Potter Prom. Word up. All right. Thank you, Tom. Yes, sir. All right. And thank you. We'll catch you all right here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Yeah, you want to know where a sick place is to go see some shows in the city, Boston, but really in Cambridge, the Plow and Stars. Thursdays is really when to go and party there. It's always free on Thursdays. There's always good bands. Now, it's it's a good time on Fridays and Saturdays and other days of the week, but Thursdays, it's always free, so get your ass down there. The Plow and Stars, Mass Ave in Cambridge, 912 Mass Ave in Cambridge, in fact. Tell Sal we sent you. He's a sick bartender. Plow and Stars, 912 Mass Ave in Cambridge, Massachusetts.